Uh, we are live here, guys. And I am. Oh, oh, I hate that shot. I hate that shot. Go to that shot. All right, damn it. It's a little better of a shot. Anyways, it's Rob Zakari, Rob Zakari Show. We are live. Yes, we are live. Uh, what the hell's today's date? The 26th, October 26th. We are now officially, I think, two weeks away uh, from the election. Two weeks away. Two weeks away. Got billion stuff to get to. Got all sorts of notes. I got uh, sound clip. I don't even know if we're going to get to everything. We're going to try. That's what we're going to do. We're going to try. All right, so let's uh, let's hit the polls first, because we've been talking about these polls. Well, hell, we've been talking about these polls for months now, but in the past what two or three weeks, we've been talking about the rigged polls, and people on the left laugh. Ha ha! You you're crazy. You're a conspiracy theorist. You must listen to Alex Jones. You believe in chemtrails. No, 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 no. No. No, nothing like that. We're talking about how polls are used to persuade people to vote. And when Anderson Cooper or Wolf Blitzer or Hack Tapper, Chris Matthews, talk about these polls being scientific it makes you laugh I've said it before and I'll say it again when I hear things and scientific is brought into the equation I'm thinking the cure for polio I'm thinking the cure for cancer I'm thinking the cure for I'm not thinking effing poll. Now, now, either these polls are rigged, and let me break this down to you, because if the polls are real, if the polls are real, okay, then everybody on the left should be freaking out right now. Just 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 even even if you are you hate Trump, you hate me, I, I get it. But just just think about this for a minute. If the polls are legitimate, okay, if the polls are legitimate and you are a Hillary Clinton supporter, you are a Democrat, you should be freaking right now. You should be completely losing your mind. The press the great Don Lemon, the great Megyn Kelly, they all should be doing stories on this. This should be bigger than Donald Trump talking about grabbing somebody's pussy. To go from 12 points to 3 points, fan of about Six days? I mean, that's like historic. 
that's like historic dropping in the polls. I mean, I mean, seriously, think about this. Think about this. That's why I say these polls are all BS. It's all BS. It's all a way to influence people. You're talking about uh, the Super Bowl. You're talking about the Super Bowl that's coming up. Night football, Sunday night football, Sunday day football. It gets an average attendance of anywhere between four and, say, eight million sometimes 13 million, depending on the game. And then the Super Bowl does 100 million. Why? Because people that don't watch football watch the Super Bowl. It's like that one thing. Same thing with the presidential election. People who don't give a crap about a house seat, about a proposition, unless maybe it's weed, Senate, governor, they don't care. They don't care. But when it comes to the presidency, it's like an event. It's like, hey, let's go to a voting party. Let's go to a, a presidential watch party. Woo-wee, ah! Democracy, I'm going to get my little, my little sticker. Woo! And for that reason, those people are influenced by polls. They go, oh, wow. Oh, man, I was thinking about voting for Trump, but, man, he's getting slaughtered. These people must know something I don't know. These people must know something that my buddy doesn't know. Hell, I don't want to be part of a losing team. I mean, if Trump... Well, he's done it. They, they've done it to him. When he's done, what, eight or nine points, if a poll comes out and he's down eight or nine points, the media, that, that's, a, that's, that's an hour story. That's a roundtable story. That's a Don Lemon and Jennifer Granholm and uh, God knows what other leftists get on that panel and See, this is this is a bill. Oh my God, this is all. Oh, this has never happened before. He's just a loser. He. But... So polls come out, and Trump's down six, seven, eight points. It's the apocalypse. Well, we got a new poll from Fox that has Trump down three. Now. Let's go through these polls in the past and just imagine, just imagine if the roles were reversed and Trump was in this position or, or reverse it and start with Trump at three and then go up to 12. Remember, the first poll that came out, and it was over the weekend, it was the ABC News Washington Post poll. Two organizations that despise Trump. Jeff Bezos and George Stephanopoulos. Okay? That poll came out 12 points. Man, it was... Hillary Clinton and her team were spiking the ball. They were spiking the ball. They were doing the icky shuffle. 
those of you who are old enough to remember the Icky Shuffle. They were doing it just, just left and right. It was a party, 12 points. Every, every lead, every lead from your local news to the national news to the cable news shows. Trump is down 12. It's over. It's over. It's finished. Put a fork. It's done. That was the narrative. That's all anybody was talking about. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden, you had a uh, suffix, you, a suffix, like suffix university. Who the hell goes to suffix university? But anyways, I digress. Suffix University USA Today. New poll has Hillary Clinton up by nine. So now you're like nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Okay, so their scientific poll is a little off, or Hillary Clinton just lost three points. What is it? Remember, it's scientific. Scientific poll. The guys, they're in the lab coats, and yeah, they're they're scientific with their 850 the people that they call half on a cell phone, half on a landline. Who the F has a landline anymore? But I digress again. Then CNN comes out with a poll. Hey, they, they got to get their narrative. They don't want to just hype the ABC Washington Post scientific poll. Well, CNN's poll comes out. And it has Trump down by five. Okay, so now we've gone from 12 to nine to five. So, are we talking scientific polls or are we talking fugazi polls? Polls just used to influence voters depress voters, make voters feel very, very down in the dumps? Or is Hillary Clinton blowing a massive lead and you have millions of people who were in the Hillary camp and then the past four days they all switched to the Trump camp? Because, guys, 12 to 9 to 5 is a huge jump. Remember, anytime Trump has been even or he was down by one, and the media and the Democrats trotted out whatever shark, whatever shark girl was going to say that Trump groped her, and I call it a shark girl, because as you see, after the porn star came out, they basically jumped the shark, because that, that, that is done, and now they're back to bringing out the Muslim dad, the, the con father. So now they, they're done 
with the women. They're done. They jumped the shark. Everybody was like, really, guys? You're bringing out a porn? You're bringing out an, uh, an old, washed-out porn chick? Really? <laughs> really? A porn ch- A hooker who says Trump propositioned her. <laughs> okay. So they jumped the shark there. They jumped the shark there. And any time these sharks have come out, and Trump uh, has gone from one point being down or maybe one point up, five or six points down, his campaign's imploding. It's over. Look at the new Time magazine. His campaign is melting. It's done. And you're talking about a four, five, six-point swing right now. Right now. Right now. You're talking about a six-point swing from ABC News, who's at 12, to CNN, who's at 5. Talking about a six. That, that, again, when Trump has gone from either uh, being within a point to down five or six, it's called melting. It's called imploding. It's called a disaster. But somehow, the media, the left, look at ABC News poll at 12, USA Today, 9, CNN, 5 as... Ah, nothing to see here. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait, wait a minute. What do you mean nothing to see here? If this is Trump, this is, this is a campaign melting. This is a campaign that's imploding before our very eyes. Being 12 points up to now 5 points and... With the Fox News poll that just came out, it's at three. Three. So in a span of six days, Hillary Clinton has lost nine points? Isn't that imploding? Isn't that? A campaign that is spiraling out of control? We don't hear that. So my question is, are the polls rigged? Now, are the polls rigged? They've been rigged. It's just a way to influence people. Or has millions and millions and millions and millions of people in the past five days who were Hillary supporters are now voting Trump and see if I've been labeling these correctly. Why isn't the Hillary campaign freaking? Why isn't the Hillary campaign freaking? Why isn't anybody freaking? If you're not on the right, and the polls aren't rigged, and they're real, why aren't you freaking? 
And if the polls are real and they're not rigged and you're part of the never Trumpers, why aren't you freaking? Because going from 12 to 3 is huge. Why aren't you freaking? Because going from 12 to 3 shows that Trump's now in the margin of error. And then, if you want to look at news that just came out in the, as they would say, battleground states, Trump is up two in Florida. He's up, what, uh, two, three, four, five, four in Ohio, and he's within three in Pennsylvania. So, I ask the question again. If the polls aren't rigged, if the system is not rigged, on the left, don't feel that they have this in the bag with the help of the media, with the help of uh, voter fraud, with the help of George Soros. Why aren't they freaking? Why, why is no one freaking? Now, now, maybe, maybe they all are. Maybe deep down inside, they all are. Trotting out con, trotting out this old, played out controversy. Right after playing out porn stars saying that Trump propositioned them to have sex. What do you do for a living? I have sex for money. What did Donald Trump do? He offered me sex. He offered me money for sex. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Well, he was. He also. Uh, he kissed me. Ooh, kissed you. Maybe we should be more mad at Trump for his lack of judgment. Of, of, of who knows where those lips were? Who knows where those dirty, dirty lips were? I don't know. But maybe the left is freaking. We're not going to see it with Don Lemon. We're not going to see it with Anderson Cooper. We're not going to see it with Rachel Maddow or Sally Cohen. We're not going to see it with them. We're not going to see it with them. But maybe trotting out, maybe trotting out the Khan family for an encore Maybe they know the truth. Maybe they know. It can't ha- Listen, my liberal friends. Listen, my never-Trumpers. You can't have the polls both ways. You can't have a poll that shows Trump down 12 and tout that. You can't go, Trump is at 38, Clinton is at 50, and not 
tout the CNN poll that has Trump at 44 and Hillary at 49, or the Fox poll that has Trump at 41 and Clinton at 44. You, you, you just can't. You, you can't. You can't say, well, those polls don't matter. I only go with the ABC Washington Post poll. Okay, so what you're saying is the polls are rigged. You're, you're, you're really that you're, you're really that scared. You're really that insecure about where this race stands that you will ignore all the other information and just point to one poll and go, look, Trump is way down. The polls aren't fixed. They're not rigged. Matter of fact, nothing's rigged. Everything is on the up and up. Everything is on the up and up. It's it's silly. It's silly. When I was, I, I had to drive into the valley. I don't mean to get off subject here. But that's when I get to listen to different talk radio. I'm not a truck driver. I'm not a, a bus driver. I'm not, I listen to certain talk radio when I'm working out. And I'm on the treadmill or the elliptical, whatever the hell that thing is, or when I'm in the car. And a lot of times I listen to my local talk radio, Ken and Mike or Mike and Dave, whatever the hell their names are. And that poll came out and they broadcast, oh, look, the, the new Fox News poll. And I'm like, now it's three points. Oh, and then we have a Bloomberg poll. So before you say, oh, but Fox News, Fox News. Listen, again, I don't, Fox News is not uh, Republican, okay? I, I know everybody's buzzing about Megyn Kelly. I, I got thoughts on it. I, don't, I didn't want to talk about it in the beginning because everybody's talking about it. Every talk show is talking about it. Every TV show is talking about it. And everybody has their own idea of what it all means and why it was done. And people are missing the big picture. And the big picture is Megyn Kelly's auditioning for CNN. Megyn Kelly is auditioning for the crew at CNN. Very simple. But before you condemn Fox, they're a repo. Okay, okay, sure. All right. But Bloomberg, Bloomberg is furthest from Republican. Bloomberg is furthest from Republican. Michael Bloomberg, furthest from Republican. And their polls that came out are the ones that really matter, meaning the states that matter. It doesn't matter what happens in California. We've had this discussion before. It doesn't matter what happens in Texas. It doesn't matter what happens in New York. It doesn't matter what happens in New Jersey doesn't matter what happens in Oklahoma. doesn't matter what happens in those states. It only matters what happens in Florida, Pennsylvania, and Ohio. And a Bloomberg poll comes out. Trump is winning in Florida. He's winning in Ohio. And he's down by three in Pennsylvania. Do again. Are the polls rigged? Are the polls rigged? 
Because a collapse of this magnitude from Hillary Clinton being 12 points ahead to now basically being in a dead heat with Trump or at least being in the margin of error and being down by four or five in Ohio, two in Florida, and only up by three in Pennsylvania, that's a monster collapse. And if the media is not talking about it, if no one on the left is talking about it, that means it's always been this close. That means it's always been this close. And before they rolled out, all the sharks that said Trump touched them in their fuzzy area 33 years ago. Oh, and Trump, did, oh, and then it is. Then you have to assume that Trump was up, like legitimately up, to the point where the election wouldn't have been close. It wouldn't have been close. It wouldn't have been close. That's what you have to gather from this. You have to gather from this. The media is not making a big deal out of Hillary Clinton's collapse because it's always been here. She's always been within a point or two. Trump and her have always been tied, even through the sharks, even through the confet, even through every fake outrage. It's always been here. The media is not talking about Hillary's collapse from 12 points to 3 points because it's always been in between 1 and 3 points. It's always been there. And if they haven't done what they've done, it'd be a, it would be a blowout. Trump would it'd be a blowout right now. It'd be a blowout. Imagine the narrative if after all these sharks came out. Ah, Donald Trump touched me there. He touched me there. He did this. He did that. And they were still within the margin of error. I mean, people would be like, wow. I mean, you wouldn't have the headlines. Campaign meltdown. You wouldn't have the Time magazine with the melting Trump head. You wouldn't have any of that stuff. You wouldn't have people going, "Eh, it's over. We lost. We lost. People like my dad, information voters, who was convinced Trump was going to win. I talked to him. Before I went to Texas, he's like, yeah, it looks like your boy's done. It's over. See those polls? It's over. It's finished. So it's obvious. I'm telling you, it's obvious. I know, the, I know you on the left. I know the one or two that listen to me on the left. You know, with your egg... Uh, your egg cry, you know, whatever the hell, the not the emoji, but whatever they, you're not, you're not a human. You're not a real person. You have the egg. 
Uh, F you, F you. I know you don't want to admit it, but there's definitely some funkiness with all of this because you don't have a 12-point lead get shrunk to three. And no one talks about it. You don't go from 12 to 3 and you're losing in Florida. And when somebody says, yeah, but it's only two points. What do you mean two points? Obama only won it by one. Florida's always been a state. And that's why I said before, and I'll say it again, the whole Latino vote is a scam. It's always been a scam. It's been a scam from the left, and it's been a scam from the right. Immigration and the the whole debate on immigration is really just like abortion. Why we will always have abortion uh, issues. Why we'll always go back and forth. Why we'll never be Republicans and Democrats that get in a room and go, All right, here's the law on a book. They'll never do it. That's why it took, what, however many years for the whole gay marriage thing. Because you can't paint on that. You make money on that. It's business. And when it comes to immigration, the left and the right benefit from it. They benefit from illegal immigration. But at the end of the day, this whole autopsy report that the Republicans do and they try to convince everybody in their party, we got to win the Latino vote. No, 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 no. Because here you got Florida. Oh, look at all the Latinos in Florida. No, not really. No. Cubans don't necessarily identify with Mexicans, okay? They, they just don't. And obviously, there's not that many of them because Florida has been close since 2000. And from that point to this point, Florida has never been a blowout either way. Florida's never been a blowout either way. Obama barely won Florida in 08 and 12. And Rubio's, I don't know if he's up five, six, but Rubio's going to win. Rubio's going to win. I don't care if the media tells you he went somewhere and six or seven Mexicans were heckling him. Big deal. He's going to win. He's going to win. So when you go from 12 points to three points, losing in Florida, you're losing in Ohio, and you're within the margin of error in Pennsylvania, something's going on. Something is going on. Something's going on. The polls are forgazied. They've always been forgazied.
And the media is not going to talk about this drastic decline because ultimately, for the past two months, all they've been doing is oversampling. And again, nobody ever talks about that because it's a... If you go on Twitter, you'll find people that talk about it. If you go online, hear people... But if you go to CNN, no one talks about it. You go to MSNBC... No one talks about it. You go to your local news, and I'll tell you, I know what our local news is like, but man, even Texas, even Texas has local news that favors Hillary Clinton. It's not like you, it, L.A. or New York, but even the news in Texas. has a liberal slant. The A B because that, that's what my girl's family want, the ABC. So you got ABC local and then it goes into the year. I felt like I was watching the Hillary Kane. I was watching, oh they're great. Hillary's awesome. Yeah. All right. <laughs> awesome. Oh look it's the, the the porn star shark coming out. Oh, Trump, Barbara, that's it. So obviously, obviously, these polls are battle gazed. You're not going to hear oversampling. None of that stuff. And people like my seven, eight-year-old dad ain't going to be trolling on the internet looking for stories about oversampling. And if I even explain him oversampling, he'd look at me and go, what the F are you talking about? Well, Dad, you know, when, 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 when they, uh, you know, they, they, they poll and they use more Democrats. What? Well, they use more Democrats. If you look in, down in the below, they use more, if you use more people, Good. Turn, he tried to turn me off. The remote. Uh, turn me off. I get out. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Blah blah blah. My dad will. Instead, my dad watches CNN and that a-hole Charles Blow. I'm gonna have to do new prayer tonight. Remember the other day I told you guys about the prayer I did, and I and I wait for certain liberal death. Like I do, I, I don't necessarily believe in God. I, I don't believe in God. I know it's not what a Republican is supposed to believe. I know, I know the my favorite book. Okay, I get it. All right, I get it. The Bible's supposed to be my favorite book, but it's not. All right, it's not. But once a week, I do a prayer. And I know that if something happens to Sleepy Eyes, Chuck Todd, or Charles Blow from the New York Times, that there's a God. So when I pray, and I please Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, and baby Jesus, please, Kill Charles Blow from the New York Times. Please kill him. 
kill him. Just kill him. Make him walk on the streets, walk into his work to write more about Republicans being racist and how there should be more trans bathrooms uh, everywhere. And then he crosses the street, a, a bus just hits him, and they run over him. And they don't stop. They just keep going. And his belt gets stuck under, like, one of the, the, the mufflers. And then it drags him, like, seven miles. <laughs> I know. It's horrible. It's horrible. I know. This isn't Glenn Beck program. This isn't, this, this isn't the Glenn Beck show. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't wear magic underpants. And digressed. But. My father doesn't go online and see stories about he watches CNN with Charles Blow. And he goes, oh, there it is. So those polls, as far as I'm concerned, I stand by what I said weeks ago, months ago. The polls are all fugazis. They are 100% fugazis. Okay. They've always been fugazis. There's nothing scientific about them. If I hear one more person talk about scientific polling, I'm going to put baby G to kill them. Because it's not scientific. Poly, they're nothing. A bunch, of, a bunch of retards sitting in a room calling people on a landline. No one. No no, I don't even. I don't even want somebody to vote who still owns a landline. And I'm not talking about someone who goes, "Well, I need a landline to run my credit card machine." I, no, I don't know. Whatever. I'm talking about someone who goes, "I legitimately have a landline." Yes, I use a landline. They shouldn't be voting. My dad's got a landline. I think he should not be voting. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't think he should be voting. He shouldn't even be driving a car anymore. But he does that too. He drives a car and he votes. And both those things he shouldn't be doing anymore. Definitely shouldn't be driving a car. Because when he drives, he thinks he's the only one driving. The only one that's out on the road. He just just pulls right out. And I'm like, oh my God, we almost died. What? <sighs> I got to vote. No, you don't got to vote. <laughs> Wind up voting for, I don't know, Gary Johnson or something. <laughs> but they're all gazies. Just remember that. All these polls are for gazies. They've always been for gazies. Even going back to when the poll said for that one night, oh, my God, the NBC uh, Wall Street Journal poll just came out the night before the primaries and Tom Cruise is beating Donald Trump. No. Sorry, bro. No. That's, that's wrong. That's wrong. And I remember when everybody dug into it who find themselves very conservative, severely conservative. So then everybody went, well, of course. Somebody who's severely conservative is going to go for Ted Cruz over Trump. Anybody who screams the Bible, they're, they're definitely so. 
The polls are for gazies. Don't believe it. Okay? Got to get out there and vote. That's what we got to do. I know if you live in California, your vote don't matter. I know if you live in Texas, your vote don't matter. But if you got to live in Florida, it matters. My parents live in New York, uh, just like all good old people on the East Coast. They live there for the summer, and in the winter, they go to Florida. And they are both registered to vote in Florida. They no longer register to vote in New York. They both have Florida driver's licenses, and I, I think they have dual light. I'm not even sure, but they register and they vote in Florida. Their votes count. Their votes count. And I think their votes are going to cancel each other, because I think my mom's vote for Trump, because she's a seat closet Republican. Uh, and I think my dad is going to vote uh, for Hillary. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But if you're Florida, vote. If you're in Pennsylvania, get out. And just get out and vote. If you got a friend, get him to vote. If you've got crippled friends, okay? Get it, Get one of them crippled Load a cripple friend up in to the to the to the to the cripple van thing, you know, where the comes down, you wheel them in. Get them to the polling station. Get them to the polling station. If you could do the absentee, get that there. Whatever it is. But in Florida, in Ohio, in Pennsylvania, that's where it matters. Because we win Ohio, we win Pennsylvania, we win Florida. We win the White House. Remember that. No matter what happens in any of these other states. I mean, of course it does, but you guys know what I mean. These are the states that have to win. They're winnable. They're winnable. We win those three states, it's over. CNN can play their little battleground state electoral college map. They could play their Hillary Clinton at 307, Donald Trump at 179, be depressed, don't vote because Hillary's got it locked. They could play that all they want. But just remember, Hillary's gone from 12 points to 3 points. She's down in Florida, she's down in Ohio. And she's only up by three in Pennsylvania. No one's going to talk about it because that's called a monumental, a monumental meltdown. That is a monumental meltdown. That is more a meltdown than Trump has ever had. That's nine points. Hillary Clinton's lost Nine points in six days. Now, if you tell me that's accurate and that's wrong, then guess what? Then none of the polls are right. Because if you're going to believe the polls that say she's up by 12 a week ago, you have to believe the polls that show her only up by three Today, end of story. End story. It's the Rob's Perry Show. 
We're going to take a quick break. One, two, three, four. Quick break. If you're listening to us on Spreaker, you'll be listening to uh, commercials or music. I don't know what the hell you'll be listening to. You'll be listening to something. If you're listening to us on Blog Talk, you'll listen to, I think, a um, Trump Train song. I like that. It's a good song, Trump Train. If you're listening to us on iHeartRadio, you will be hearing, I think, Baked the Alaska song. I'm not real sure, but you're going to be you'll hear all those things, depending on what format. It's the Rob Zakari Show. You can just at the Rob dot com, uh, Spreaker, uh, Talk Radio, and of course iHeartRadio. Yes, iHeartRadio. I think it's a division of Cumulus. I think that's what I think they're the Cumulus one. I don't know, but it's iHeartRadio. Uh, go there. It's Rob Zakari. We'll be back in uh, 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 two minutes. We don't take the eight minute breaks, so. Right back. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military. They're important. We love our cops, our law enforcement. We love our military. They're important. And when I'm in the jam, when I'm in the jam, I know that I can call up the man, can call up the man. So, uh, I'm looking at the TV. So, CN, 
has got, you know, they can't be, listen, remember, they're Clinton News Network. So they, they can't have a, a poll. Can't have a poll that shows Hillary losing a nine point, uh, you know, a, a nine point bumble. Can't do that. Now CNN pulls out their poll of polls. I guess like real politics. So CNN doesn't just have their normal CNN poll that has Hillary up by five poll of polls. Now at six. It's at six. Again, we spent 40 minutes talking about this, but how scientific are these things when you have these polls going from three, a spread of three to 12? And Anderson Cooper actually looks at you and says, oh, well, you know, these these online polls are not scientific, like yours are. How how are any of these? Polls? None of them are. Go go play with uh, Andy Cohen. Go do a man pyramid on some man island somewhere. Okay, please. please. <laughs> Just stop. All right. Um. Ah, God, I got all this other stuff to talk about. Uh, na, na, na. you know, it's funny there. People, I, I actually seen uh, Willie Geist. You know, Willie Geist. God, he annoys me too. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> Willie Geist. Oh, oh, God. I haven't prayed for the Lord Jesus Christ to uh, take his life, but he, he's definitely getting there. He actually had a statement. He was doing the bit on the uh, on the old morning show he does, uh, the NBC uh, uh, thingamabob. And he goes, you know, oh, it's it's like it's like everything that's happening with Obamacare. It, 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 the conservatives were right. Republicans are right. Yeah, duh. Take it a step further, stupid. Sarah Palin was right. Hi. Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin. Sarah Palin was the most vocal on the whole Obamacare. Not McCain. Not Rand Paul. Sarah Palin. People mocked Sarah Palin for talking about death panels and and, and losing insurance and all of these things. Ah, this stupid. Just stand and do an interview while somebody slaughters a turkey behind you, dummy. You dummy. Yeah, and guess what? She was right. It kills. It kills the liberals. It kills them. They're just, they're like, And no matter what liberals say, no matter what liberals say, they were wrong about Obamacare. They were wrong. They 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 could they can criticize us all they want. They go after us all they want. They could try to come up with every excuse, but they were wrong. Obamacare is 
a disaster. When you're in Arizona and you're paying something like 116% for your insurance, that's a disaster. When the national average is 22%, imagine your premium's $300. But if you're in Arizona and your premium's $300, you're paying six. I mean, it's insane. It's insane. If you're, listen, I, I, I know Republicans are supposed to be all about I'm tell you, if I'm old, old people need a lot of stuff and you got Medicaid, you got Medicaid, it's for the soul, but I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'm, I'm in my 40s, 43 to be exact, but if I'm between 20 and say 40, you get sick, go to the hospital. Seriously, go to the hospital. Forget it. Just, hey, you know what? No, I'm, I had insurance. I had insurance, but now it's doubled. Now my premium's doubled. I, I, I didn't get nothing for the doubling. That's it. You know what? I'll, I'll pay the hospital. No problem. Absolutely no problem. I, 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 it's insane. It's insane. Everything conservatives said, everything Republicans said about Obamacare is coming true. What the hell kind of bill is that? Either have the bill, and that's it, it's forever, or don't have the bill. But what the hell is 10 years? What? And that's what Obamacare was. Hey, we're going to do this Obamacare thing. Everything's going to be chill. Right? Right? Three months before Obama gets out of office, because then it doesn't matter. Then it doesn't matter. So Obamacare did. But then, after years, don't worry about it. It's done. And yet, insurance companies, I mean, I mean, imagine, all these insurance companies went along with this bizarro scheme. I mean, they went along with this. Not one insurance company was down for it, and I know insurance companies scum, blah, blah, blah. I get it, yes. It wasn't just insurance companies, doctors. Yeah, I get it, doctors, scum, blah, blah, blah. Uh, well, Rob, that's because they're, you know, they're rich. and they, No, 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 no. Listen, not all doctors are rich, okay? Not all, please, not all doctors are, are, are Trevor John M.D. Please, don't, don't, it's, that's not the case. It's really not the case. You know, it's amazing. You, you've got health care. And this is what, this is what's so, and it's something that affects Every American, old, young, rich, poor, affects everybody. Healthcare. Nobody wants to get sick and die 
because you got like a flu. Nobody wants to you know, get your arm broke and you sat with a, a tape. Whatever have have been stuck with what what we've gone through over these past eight years, seven eight years, and what we're stuck with is is really life altering. It really is. It's it's life altering. For many, for me, it's life altering. Uh, I've told you the story. I got I got a girlfriend who still doesn't have health care because we can't buy it. Not because we don't have money. I mean, I'm not saying I'm rich, but I got a couple fazools in my pocket. I got a couple fazools. I can't buy it because it's even though it's not Obamacare. I don't qualify for Obamacare because I got a couple of holes in my pocket. But even you buy it, you can't buy it. So my six-month girlfriend has no health insurance. Something happens, and she's like, oh, I'm going into labor. It'll cost me a, a billion dollars because my kid, if he lives, will be in an incubator for two months. Cook it. And two of like $1,000 a day or something retarded. So you have these life-altering things. I'm not, and, and I'm not nothing special. There's, there's people that are that experiencing far worse than me. You have life-altering things. Now, granted, before Obamacare, we didn't have a perfect system. It was a better system we have now. It was a better system than they have now. And you can't say, yeah, but 20 million people are covered now by insurance that wouldn't have been covered before. Okay, A, 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 you can't sacrifice 90 million people for 20. And B, and, and, and I'm just saying nine, uh, they're more than that. And B, those 20 million people have had insurance regardless. Because if they got sick, you go to the hospital. They're not going to refuse you. They can't refuse you. They can't let you die in the street. Then enough urgent care clinics where you could go to and pay $120. To get a physical, to come out and go, okay, your, your cholesterol's this. So the 20 million people that have insurance, no matter, because they were covered regardless. They wouldn't cover regardless in some way, shape, or form. And if a couple million through the cracks, Oh, well. Seriously. Oh, well. So a couple of million fall through the cracks and suffer our inconvenience. But you have 80, 90, 100 million people that suffer. That's, that's not right. That's not right. And the section... Of our of our country, of our economy, that needs fixing, that needs 
this type of thing that needs an overhaul, that needs mandates, that need banking, and our manufacturing. So you have two things actually do need regulation or tweaking, so to speak. And it gets ignored. And instead, the liberals F with the system really wasn't broke. It really wasn't broke. But as far as our manufacturing, as far as our six-year-old sleeves making them for, for, for sides, that we don't touch. That we don't fix. That we don't mess with. Without care, that is what we're going to just cram up everybody's keister. It's insane. And you go with a Democrat, you put Hillary Clinton in that White House, you're going to get not more of the same, not going to just get more of the same. You're going to get worse than what we have now. Is for government over the entire health care system. That's next step because that's what Bernie Sanders wanted. That's what Bernie Sanders wanted. That's what the progressives want. They've always wanted it. Canada. To Canada. Go to Canada. Everybody's got health care. That's how we should be. That's how we should be. That's next step. You know, I hate to quote Little Rube. Seriously, I hate to quote Little Rubio. But the 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 the, the, the SOB was right. He talked about Obama transforming his country, being smart. There, there's there's definitely aspects of stupidness, but it's it's not. Stupidness, as far as intelligence and 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 st- look at it this way: Obama knew he could never get government-controlled health care. He played long ball. He played long ball because he knew, just like all the Democrats knew, a whole bunch of Republicans knew, that ultimately Obamacare was going to become what it is now. And this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning of this disaster. Like I said, these insurance companies and doctors and all these people handcuffed for all these years. But they were always told, don't worry, because three months before I'm out of office, 
before Obama's out of office, depending on who is talking to these people, the handcuffs will come off and you could go uh, get your money back. And that's basically what's happening. So in Arizona, for the years that they lost money, for the years that the doctors and the insurance companies, the pharmaceutical companies, all the people involved in Arizona healthcare, for the years that they went, oh man, we could have made 50 grand. Instead, we only made 20 grand. This, yes. Thanks, Obama. So for every one of those people, they are now getting their money back. When you raise prices by 100%, what you're doing is, hey, guess what? You've been effing us, or we should say, we haven't been making the money that we were making before for these past five years. So guess what? We're going to try to get it all back right now. And that's what's happening. So this is just the beginning. Come next year, it's going to be worse. The year after, it's going to be worse. And it's going to be to a point where everybody looks to the government and says, you got to help. You got you, you to you do something. You got to do something. What are you going to do? You got to do something. So Obama's playing long ball. Thinking about right that moment, he's going, here's my eight years, and now here's my four and eight years after. Obamacare was the springboard to government-run health insurance. That's it. End of story. And that's where we are. That's where we are. Because the 20 million people, the 20 million people that are eventually going to lose their insurance are going to look to the government. They're going to look to their liberal constituents. Their, their, their senators, the senators to their constituents back and forth. They're going to say, okay, here's what we're going to do. And then, of course, the media. Remember what Obama said a couple months ago in an interview? You have to get public opinion to get bills passed. You have to get public support. How do you do that? With the media. You have lunches and dinners at John Podesta's house. That's what you do. You get people like Dana Bash or Andrea Mitchell who gets fed questions. I mean, I mean that's what you do. So now you just cram. I mean, remember, Obamacare was crammed up everybody's keister. Because of the media. The media didn't push back. You know how, the, the, you know how Don Lemon and CNN and everybody's been investigating Donald Trump? Oh, we're investigating Donald Trump. Every a-hole who's ever written a book is coming on CNN to talk about the Donald Trump book and, oh, what this or that. 
like I said before, you don't hear any of these people. You don't see CNN giving that Gary Breen, I think that's how you say it, the the Secret Service agent for Hillary Clinton, who talks about Bill Clinton and uh, Walter Mondale's daughter, Stuppin, in the old office, and him throwing away jizz towels. You know, you don't hear that. So it was in, the, these investigative journalists. That uh, remember Anderson Cooper? Have you never? You've never kissed a woman. Have you never? You've never ever kissed a woman. You've never ever kissed a woman. You've never, never, ever, never, ever, 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 never. Yeah, Anderson, I've never kissed a woman. Okay. Have you ever kissed a woman, Anderson? That's what Trump should have said. Anderson, have you ever kissed a woman? Have you ever deep French kissed a woman? Have you? Well, no, Don. These a-holes could have investigated Obamacare. And when this debate was going on, as much as they've investigated all of the girls who've come out because they've been touched in their hairy parts by Donald Trump, they, they could have done this for Obamacare. I, I seen an article today that said, how did the White House and no one predict or know that this was going to happen. Of course they knew. Of course they knew. Hack Tapper, they all they all could have just spent uh, an hour. Listen, if dummy Sarah Palin knew, if dummy Sarah Palin knew, everything she said is correct, then I guarantee you Hack Tapper knew. Any of them could have, but they're not going to talk about it because they had to get it passed. And that's what's going to happen. So as millions of people lose their health insurance, and you get uh, Dana Bash and, and the rest of them finding sick people and putting them on TV, maybe they'll find some guy with AIDS, full of, and he's got the hamburger lesions all over his body. He looks like Tom Hanks from Philadelphia. And they put the microphone in his face. He's like, I used to have health care. And now I don't. And then Dana Bash, like, runs down Ted Cruz. Senator Cruz, look! Look, the guy with hamburger lesions all over his body. He needs health care. What are you going to do? There's going to be AIDS all over the street. AIDS! And before you know it, people that were opposed to Obamacare, people that were opposed to government-controlled health care, will be in the chambers voting yes. Why? Because they don't want to be the person that's blamed for they dying in one of their houses. They want to be and, and Stephen Colbert and fat blob Amy Schumer going, you let people die of AIDS. So just like the media contributed to putting Obamacare into play, they will contribute to having the government control health care. And that's what we got to look forward to. That's what we got to look forward to.
And that's scary. It's it's scary. And that's why I will say it again. You need to get out and vote. Okay? You need to get out and vote. You need to get your friend to vote. And I'd be saying the same thing if it was Little Marco, Lying Ted, Low Energy Jeb, holding my nose like Romney McCain. But unlike the never Trumpers, I understand. You've got two choices. Put your principles aside, stupids. They betrayed us. They betrayed us. I, they, every time I hear a never Trumper, you know what I think? Did you ever see the, 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 the Paradise Lost about the three kids, Damien Eccles, and they, and they supposedly, I still think they actually killed those kids. Anytime you have these big cases and you've got all this evidence that proves somebody did something, but they get let out on some technicality where, you know, they, they get let out after X amount of years, but yet they still never, ever caught the person that actually did it. That's because the, the people that they let out on the technicality or because of the Dan, what the hell it was, they actually did it. But every time I hear the Never Trumpers, they it reminds me of of this guy Mark Bear Byers that was in the show. His son was killed, and they always have this say, "You kill my babies, ah, you go burning hell." That's what I think. The Megan McCain's, the Crystals, that's what, Eric Erickson's. Oh, we've got our principles, our conservative principles. And if we vote for Donald Trump, we're patrol our principle stop. Stop. No principle in this there there's not a principle you could possibly have that is more sacred. More sacred where you can't you can't go against that principle to the point where you vote for Hillary Clinton. Or you don't vote for Donald Trump, so Hillary Clinton gets a one-up vote. It, it's, ins- it's, it's complete BS. Complete BS. That's why if, when I see never Trumpers, and I, and I don't see a lot of them, I have to do everything in my power to not punch them in their face. Seriously, because they're so effing retarded. And I know those of you who listen to this show are like, Rob, you're, you're, you're preaching it again. You, we, you've told us this before, and I'll say it again. Just remember this. All the never Trumpers begged. Not even begged. They said, hey. You're either going to vote for Obama or McCain. If you don't vote for McCain, you're saying yes to the most radical, liberal nominee. And everybody went, okay, well, I really don't like John McCain. 
And then never Trumpers away. It doesn't matter. You got to do it. They said, you got to do it. And we did it. We did it. We voted for McCain. I mean, it's like when I listen to, to, to Megan McCain talking about this election, and it's funny because her dad lost. Her dad was a monumental loser. John McCain was a mo- like a historic loser. Loser. In the primaries, Bush just made, made him a, just a dirty douche. He finally gets his shot against Obama, and he loses. He loses to the first-term senator named Barack Hussein Obama. Born in Hawaii, lived in Indonesia, Kenya, wherever the hell it was. Talked about listening to the morning Islamic Muslim church bells. I mean, McCain lost them. So when I listen to Megan McCain, oh, this is Donald Trump. It's like, honey, you're dead. Lost your dick got his ass kicked. And he did everything by the book. He did everything by the book. And he lost. He got his ass kicked to the most inexperienced nominee we've ever had. That means people looked at John McCain at war record. Senate rack, all, I mean, just, wow, this guy is so, oh my, hey, you know what, let's go with the, uh, uh, the black guy who doesn't know anything about government with the funny middle name, yeah, record numbers, we all voted for McCain, we all voted for Romney, They don't return the favor. There's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than not getting the reach around. There's nothing worse. There's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than somebody not returning the favor. And you all know what I mean. After you've been down there for about a half hour and your lips are chapped and your face, you're like numb. And your girl goes, I'm going to bed. Whoa. Wow. Whoa. Whoa. What just happened here? I'm tired now. I'm t- you're tired? <laughs> what? That's the never Trumpers. After the last two election cycles, we've all been going down on them <laughs> for, for, for eight years. And we're like, all right, guys. All right, Never Trumpers, we're ready. And they're like, ready for what? And we're like, we're ready for you to return the favor, right? And they're like, oh, no, no, no. What do you mean? Oh, we're not going to know. But we did that for you. So? You really, really? You're not, you're not, you're not, 
Not even just, no, not, not, you don't even, you could put a, a rubber glove, nothing? No. Matter of fact, you know what we're going to do? What? And then they kick you in the ding ding. That's the never Trumpers. That, that's, that's what it is. It's, it's having the girlfriend or the boyfriend, okay, that you service for eight years. And then it's your turn to get it back. Not only do they refuse to give it back, they kick you. They kick your nuts in. Your, 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 whatever. Your boobs, you're just, you're going to punch your That's what they do. That's what they do. And they tell you, just out of principle. I've got principles. You've got principles. So you're fine with Hillary Clinton. And, I, and I've said this before. They, they seem to have this weird, and, it, and it's because you have the Megan McCain's and the Eric Erickson's and the Ben Shapiro's and the Jonah Goldberg's. You, you have this small group, Bill Crystal, Hugh Hewitt. You have this crew. And they're actually not that small, but you got, I mean, you could, you could put them all into a room and just, uh, but they have this, this, this thought that they're going to regroup. And if Trump loses, it will teach everybody to listen to them. And then in turn, 2020, they will put up Marco Rubio. And then everybody will vote for Marco because Hillary will have done such a horrible job for four years. And then Republicans will take back the White House. That's their warped logic. They actually think that the millions and millions and millions of people like me who'd been going down on them for eight years or the two cycles by eight years, you know, rather it was midterm and all thing. going down on them for eight years are just going to like forget that they refused to return the favor. So like in their minds, in the, in the Megan McCain minds, in the Jonah Goldberg minds, in the Michael Medved minds, they actually believe that if Trump loses, in six months, everybody will sit around the campfire and sing Kumbaya. And then as Hillary keeps taking this country into beyond a ditch, into hell, and we hit recessions, and we, we hit things that we haven't even seen yet, that all of a sudden, the Goldbergs and the McCains and... Eric Erickson's are going to anoint Marco, and then we're all going to be like, yay! It ain't going to happen. I laid this out yesterday. It ain't going to happen. It ain't going to happen. Yeah, everybody's, their premiums are going to be through the roof. They're going to be 300%. No, sorry. Sorry. What's going to happen, and I'll say it again, and I said it yesterday, Trump TV... Is going to be on cable 
television, not on Facebook, not on some $9.99 a month thing. You're going to have a Trump network. It is going to police liberals and Hillary Clinton for three and a half years, and every screw-up from Obamacare being completely dismantled and a government takeover, which is what Bernie Sanders and the rest of them want, every single thing that she does that will be blasted on this network every day, culminating in 2020 when as a third party takes built-in 35 to 40% that's already there, and then siphons 5% from the Dems, 5% from the Repubs, and wins as the third-party candidate for the first time ever. And that's what's going to happen. So, watch. <laughs> that's it. I don't really have That's it. Started with Obamacare, but, and I've been talking about Obamacare a lot because it does, it does hurt. It does hurt. And I'm one of those people that feel the effect. All right, it's Rob Scary. We'll be right back. Let's talk about Megan Kelly when we come back. That little twat. I said it. I did. So what? Bleep it. All right? When they put this on the air, bleep it. Bleep it. Be right back. Don't forget, I'll say it again. I always got to say it after each segment. Spreaker, you can listen to us live. iHeartRadio, if you're in your cars or any of the the apps that you could get the iHeartRadios, you can listen to us there. You can listen to us on uh, Blog Talk Radio. You can listen to us uh, on iTunes, not live, of course. Uh, You can go on iTunes after the show and listen to what we just did. And you could go to the robzacarryshow.com and you could read the articles. Okay? You could read the articles. So go there. Be right back. Rob Zacary. And if you're listening on the radio, you'll be able to hear the Trump train song. Yeah. I I was like, should I play it? Yeah. Trump train. We'll be right back. Are you, are you coming to the train led by a man who wants to break the chains? Establishment is terrified they can't control his reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you... Are you coming to the train where brave men called out for a wall built by Crane? Media is terrified they can't control his reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train where brave men called out the fools who lead in vain? Lobbyists are terrified they can't control our reign. Let's meet this year on the Trump train. Are you, are you coming to the train? Wear a hat of hope side by side with me. 
make America great again Break the chain Let me this year on the Trump train And we are going to be We are back Okay, show Rob's okay, show, and uh, that was the Trump train. That's I like that one. That's the good, the good bits. That's one of the cool bits. I like that bit. That's a good bit. That's a good bit. Bit. All right. You know, I was just. Uh, I mean, this isn't really a bit. I just think it's when you talk about the rigged media. When you when you talk about the media being in the bag for Democrats. Like I said, it's not just Hillary. It's Democrats. It's, 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 you could replace it with Michael Dukakis, or you could replace it with uh, Obama, or you could replace it with uh, Jimmy Carter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Just, just, just out, uh, uh, you know, liberal there and put in another one and it would still do what they do because of rather it's leaks or just their their hatred their hatred of uh, just Twitter you know as, as silly as that sounds but social media in in a whole the the fact that can go and um, you know record Hillary Clinton losing consciousness and post that on Twitter and the media calls it a stumble stumble <laughs> stumble but I mean if that was never I mean guys if that was never captured if some person wasn't there with the cell phone. We would never have had that footage. Never have had that footage. So, um, it's you know it is what it is. But when we earlier in the show when we were talking about the con uh, father, the fact that uh, they have uh, jumped the shark with the porn chicks. Or all you know, all of all of those people. Rather, it's a seventy-five-year-old grandma who's like, "Oh, thirty-five years ago, Donald Trump, and if he would have just grabbed my breasts, I would have been." I mean, <laughs> that was something that nobody really kind of laughed. Like, if he would have just grabbed my breasts. I think I would have been all right with that. But it's the fact that, you know, he went under and grabbed, you know, my uh, vagina. And that's where I, you know. <laughs> he, was, he was all right with the, the I was all right with the breasts. <laughs> I, was all, I was all right with the sex. But it's when he pulled it out and put it in my bum bum. That's when I said, you're crossing the line, mister. So rather it was her or it was the, um, <laughs> what was the one, 
the apprentice contestant. I went to the Trump Tower, and, and then we, we met, and then, uh, you know, he, he kissed me then, and I that was weird, and, and uh, we exchanged numbers, and I told my family, and then, like, uh, in Los Angeles, one of the horses, and then I went to the hotel were just so bizarre all coming off the bush. Anyways, after they, they rolled them out, and remember I told you the whole porn chick, they're like, they 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 ran the store because the polls are so close, because the momentum is not with Hillary, regardless of what the media does, because the momentum is with Trump, because there's tens of thousands of people that show up to see these rallies. Remember, Remember, guys, this is what's what amazing. Media of Democrats, of course, tens of thousands of people, tens of thousands of people showed up for Obama rallies. It was like, oh my God, I've seen this before. We haven't seen this since Jesus Christ himself. Oh, my God. It's over. And and basically, the polls reflected these monsters. And nobody's human. That's why the polls are are all gazy. So, in a way, Obama rallies, where he's talking in a, in a, in a Colorado stadium to 27,000 people, and then you got John McCain in a high school gymnasium talking to 400 people. One of them happens to be uh, like going, Obama, rub. And he, no, ma'am, no, ma'am, he's a good man. And in turn, McCain was down in the polls. Always down in the polls. McCain was never up in the polls. And everybody went people to rally. 30,000 people at a rally. Polls? People? McCain? Obama? Win! Win! I mean, that's how it was. Oh, wait. Here you have Trump, tens of thousands of people, Hillary Clinton, hundreds of people, and yet, the news poll, Hillary Clinton up 13 points. It just doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. The narratives are So when the media, the Democrats, the leftists, the anarchists, marched out the women, like, and they're not bright. That they're dead. They're they're not Obama in that sense. Podesta, Robbie Mook, Paul Mary, they're not smart people. Huma. <laughs> The only thing 
really think that was smart for Huma was when uh, her and Lewinsky got the, the, the internship. She, 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 Hillary gave her the, like, you know, the googly eyes and the lick of the lips, and Huma went, oh, I'm going to go with her. At least I won't be getting stuff sprayed in my face. <laughs> She's like, I'll just have to. Because I think Hillary seems like. Hillary seems like the butch. Like, she's not the feminine one. I mean, whom is not a looker? You know what I'm saying? By, by any means. But if you're into Arabs, you know, she, she, she's probably an eight in the Arab world. Seriously, she's probably an eight in the Arab world. So I, I was like, all right, with Bill, I'm going to be doing a lot of work. You know, I'm, I'm probably going to be tossed salad, you know. <laughs> He's gonna be bent over the desk. I'm my. I'm gonna be in there. He's gonna be like, don't forget, don't forget the boys, and don't forget the hiding hole. Don't forget about that, baby. And she, I think, looked at. She's the butch. Chances are, she's gonna be the one that 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 wants to manhandle me. She's the one that's gonna want to to, to do. She's gonna put the strap on on. You know, she she's gonna be the. She's going to be the one that does everything. She's the butt. So I think she was intelligent in that aspect that was like, okay, uh, you know, you, Monica, you take the present. Okay. Hi, baby. And Huma was like, hello, uh, first lady. I am Huma. She's like, yes, you are. <laughs> you are Huma. So they're not all smart. Okay. And, 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 you know, in, in that regard. So I think when they're sitting there and they're like, okay, we're down. We got, uh, we got the 12 women. If we dole them out here and then, and okay. And then it will, that, the, the last woman will be on uh, the, 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 the day before the election. We'll have the And so as the women start coming out, Robbie Mook, Palmieri, Podesta, they're like, oh, we got a problem. You know, puts his little glasses on. He's like, "What problem?" And they're like, "We we timed it wrong, John. We're we're, we're done with the last girl, and there's eighteen days left." Oh my god! You stupid mother effers! You don't have any more. <laughs> and that's what Huma was like. Well, we we just we have some girl. Okay. Well, why is it? She's a porn star. An old walker? Well, she says that Trump offered to give her 10 grand and fly on his airplane to have sex with him. And did she take it? <laughs> and they're like, no. Oh, God, that's even worse. So she's stupid, washed up porn star. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. This- so uh, they wheeled out Jessica Drake. People rolled their eyes and went, really? Okay, you guys jumped the shark. So today, we're with the Khan family. We're back with the Khan family. And where am I going with it is this. I watched the media today, uh, the, the Coopers, the Hack Tappers. They, they, they dedicated a segment of letting 
on speak again. You know, I am Paul Hirali. Donald Trump is the gunt. Okay, great. And then they come from his little speech, and everybody's like, yeah, that's so powerful. This is the father of a gold star. This is so powerful. This is amazing. And I'm thinking, no one ever acts like this, ever, ever. Nobody ever acts like this for Pat Smith. Nobody ever does. And and, and it just shows you just how unbelievably biased, just such an overused word, how, how rigged the system is as it pertains to the information highway, rather it's, um, you know, the media with the news or media involving, um, you know, entertainment, music, uh, a variety show, things like that. Just, it's, it's amazing. No one, no one gives that for, I mean, was one of the guys who got dragged through the street. A lot of these Muslim is stuck sticking his back. I, I, I mean, seriously, that's something that brought up politics. That's just Republicans playing on the sympathies of uh, a mom whose son was uh, killed in a very tragic, tragic accident. Well, how is that pushed aside? But somehow the Khan family is like, oh my God, this gold star father and this the mother. I mean there's tens of thousands of families who've lost loved ones fighting in Iraq I mean if, if, if anything the Pat Smith and Sean Smith situation should be more impactful because uh, the soldier, the con soldier, knew what he was getting himself into. I mean, he was going to fight in Iraq. Anybody that enlists to fight in Iraq, anybody that enlists to go to war, knows they die. And the families know they could die. Families know if their sons, daughters, friends, wives go off to they could get that knock at the door. Or servicemen regret to inform. They do that. Now, I'm not taking anything away from soldiers that die. It's kind of known. That's what can happen. Sean Smith, he, he was, I mean, he was the dead. He did part after. It wasn't like somebody said to them, hey, we want you to go to Syria. We want you to go to Benghazi, or Syria. We want you to go to uh, 
on a grenade or whatever the hell it was, a, a landmine. Would, would you rather be him? Or, or would you rather be dragged through the streets alive for 12 hours, lit on fire, having sticks stuck in your rectum? And, and again, 12 hours. 50, like you're being tortured for 12 What would you rather be? I'd rather be the soldier that knows they're going to Iraq to possibly die for our country and saves his fellow soldiers from dying. Quick, painless, death, or basically a civilian who sees what's coming, like, oh my God, look, there's people, at, what is, go- oh my God, what I'm just, and then gets dragged straight and sodomized with sticks, lit on fire. The live as long as humanly possible to inflict more pain. Jesus, and somehow this poor mom gets treated like jerk, and yet the Muslim dad. Oh my God. What this poor man and Donald Trump attacked. And if you really want to be, he didn't attack anybody. He said, the woman didn't speak. The woman didn't say a word. Our religion. That was it. He didn't say, hey, bro, you suck. Your son sucks. Everything about you sucks. He didn't do what the cons did. He didn't do what... Khan did at the National Convention and sat there with Donald Trump, read the Constitution, you suck, you mother effer, you mother He didn't do that. This a-hole stood on that stage and screamed and yelled and bitched and whined and blah, blah, blah. So now he's out back because the women are gone. 
No more women. No more women want to, I guess, there's no more women been grabbed by the pussy anymore. No more women. It's all gone. Now we're back to con. And that's not for political purposes. No. That's not, the media is not doing the con stuff for political purposes. No. But for some reason, Pat Smith, that's all about politics. And it doesn't mean anything. It's like, hey, so what if Sung got uh, got tortured for 12 hours? Psst, who cares? It's just, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. So now we get to watch Khan. Well, this rehashed controversy for the next three or four days. Because the Clinton camp is stupid. And they don't know how to time out their women and to grab them by the pussies. They, they didn't know how to time it out properly. They didn't know how to time it out. Go figure. Go figure. But uh, very, 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 very annoying. But that wasn't why or what we were going to do the segment on. We still need to talk about Megan Kelly. Because that's all anybody's talking about. Megan Kelly and Newt Gingrich. Did you see Megan Kelly and Newt Gingrich? Did you see that? Oh, my God. Did you see it? That happened last night when we were on the air. I just didn't really talk about it. Because it's not surprising. It's Megyn Kelly. She's not a Republican. She's not a Republican and trying out for CNN. You know, people were, were, were just beside themselves that CNN and MSNBC would devote that much time to giving props to another network and another host. And it was mainly CNN. MSNBC touched on it lightly, but CNN, it was like banging it with a drum. Whether it was uh, Don Lemon or, or Hack Tapper or Brianna Keeler. I mean, they were banging that drum. And people were like, well, that's because they hate Trump so much. And figured this, this was like a nail in the coffin that Megyn Kelly would get into a fight with Newt Gingrich about women and sex. And I went, no, that, that wasn't the case. Megyn Kelly's trying. CNN is supported by the Murdoch family. Sons. To come in and take over Fox News. That's the rumor. The election. And I've told you guys... 78,000 times. There's going to be a ton of shakeups after the ton of shakeups. Remember, percent of the media that's out there today, right now, got created their shows, did what they do based on Trump. So you have people like Seth Myers 
whose show was not supposed to be a political show going after Trump became a political show going after Trump for the last year. Well, guess what? It's over. If Trump loses, Seth Meyers has now got a show that he's geared around going after Trump. So now is his show going to be a political show? And if that's the case, he now has to defend Hillary Clinton and Obamacare. Chicago being a killing zone. And the million people that would normally watch a 12.30 late night show don't watch a show because he's idiot. All of those people with this left liberal BS. And the same can go for Colbert, John Oliver, Samantha B. All of these people created a cottage industry for the last year and a half to going after Trump. And if Trump doesn't win the White House, if Trump doesn't win the White House, they're going to have to recraft their shows. Now, as far as Colbert is concerned, he'll be gone. Mark my words, Stephen Colbert will be gone after the election. Not a day after the election, but come the new year, he's going to be gone. CBS is not going to want a 11.30 late-night show that's alienated two or three million people on purpose. They're not going to want that. The election's going to be over. It's going to be over. They're not going to want a franchise that was never third place. And it's only third place because Colbert says, I hate Republicans. I hate Trump supporters. I hate all of you. So there's going to be huge shakeups. And the same goes for CNN. Uh, have, you, have you watched Anderson Cooper? Now, I know some people go, dude, I don't watch that. It's all crap. I don't watch it. Well, when, when you do what I do, even on this small level, you watch all these shows. You watch the Megan Cat. You got to watch all this crap. You got to read these stupid papers. The amount of print and airtime. You know, when you hear people go, oh, free media, Trump got, listen, the, the, you can't say free media equates to all of these dollars. If the free media is bad media, if somebody spends two hours drudging up interviews you did from 20 years ago and women who said you touched their pussy from 35 years ago, that's like a, a smoking commercial with a guy with a blowhole in his throat and a woman with a crap bag. Yeah, great, you're advertising smoking, but you're saying it will kill you. Yeah, great, you're advertising for Trump, talking about Trump, but it's two hours of saying he's a scumbag, he's a racist, he's a Nazi. He's everything bad in the world. 
So what are the Anderson Coopers? What are the Don Lemons? They've geared their shows up for two hours. Don Lemon spends two hours talking about Trump. Anderson Cooper, two hours talking about Wolf Blitzer. They all talk about Trump. All about so after this election, if Trump loses, there's going to be huge shakeups, and the big shakeup that people are talking about is Zucker going to Fox News because someone's going to have to run Fox News, and it's obvious Ailes is gone. I mean, of course we know Ailes is gone, but the culture that 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 is it's gone. And if Trump and Ailes and Bannon create and remember, we talked about this yesterday. It's very easy to do. Oprah's got one. Enough said. They create a cable channel. They're going to be purging a Sean Hannity. They're going to be purging a Bill O'Reilly. Oh, there's $20 million left on his contract. Here's $20 million. Goodbye. So there's talk of Zucker going to Fox. Now, Megan Kelly's got about a year left on her contract. She already talked about how Roger Ailes sexually harassed her. Every show she does is anti-Trump. It's anti-Republican. I mean, she has Michael Moore on her show for heaven. She's she's not she's not a Laura Ingram. She's not a conservative woman. She does what she does because it's a gimmick. She does what she does because it's a gimmick. If you look attractive and you talk or pretend to talk conservative issues, it bumps you to the front of the line. Bumps you to the front of the line. And if you have no real talent, eventually that gets through. Get S.E. Cup. She was one of the first hipster, douchebag, mildly attractive women that went, I'm a conservative, and got uh, catapulted to Fox. She had her own uh, segments, her own show. And eventually, what happened? That fizzled out. CNN brought her in, stuck her on crossfire. That fizzled out. Now she's a jerk-off more than she ever was before. Big jerk-off. So Maggie Kelly was never a conservative. She was, she was never a, a, an Ann Coulter. She never was. She's always wanted to be a Kelly Ripa. She's always wanted to be a Katie Couric. That's all she's ever wanted to be. But in the liberal world, there's competition. In the conservative world, 
you get jumped right to the front of the line. So she busted out her, is God, is Santa Claus black? And everybody was like, oh, she's a conservative. Yay. Wow. But this entire election uh, cycle, she's, I mean, she's like the non-gay version of Rachel Maddow. When you watch her, it's like, oh, wow, it's this blonde with, uh, with the boobs, and uh, she posed, uh, you know, uh, uh, scantly, and uh, was it GQ or Maxim, and she, uh, she, likes, she went out and, and fooled around with Brett Hume. I mean, come on, I mean, really? Look at Brit Hume. Even when Brit Hume was young, he was still old and kind of ugly. Megan Kelly, 10 years ago, getting it on with Britt Hume. Why? Because she knew she could rise through the ranks. That's why. Britt Hume probably said to her, said, Megan, and she's like, he's like, well, just, just, just take it down first, please. And she went, yeah, Britt. And he went, here's what you got to do. Here's what you got to do. You got to you got to you got to keep this conservative angle going. You got to really keep this going. This is going to propel you into stardom. Okay, okay, Brett. Okay. You got Zucker talking about going to Fox. So what does CNN do? CNN takes Megan Kelly the video with Newt Gingrich had really nothing to do with Trump. <clears throat> it was all about... <clears throat> I got a little uh, Hillary going there. It was all about telling Fox, so you're going to try to take Zucker? Well, here's the thing. Megan's got about a year left. We're going to take Megan. And to show you we mean business, we're going to profile her fighting with Trump's top surrogate to all of our audience. So now all of our audience who doesn't like Republicans and don't like Trump and don't like Fox are going, yeah, that Megan can Man, she's awesome. Yeah. And so now the Murdoch kids are going, Mother Effer. Mother Effer. What if Zucker doesn't leave? He gets a raise. Megan goes to them. If Trump doesn't win... He has his network, like Oprah. They take Hannity, and all we got is old-ass Brit Hume, Bill Lufa Riley. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what all of this was. It had nothing to do with Gingrich fighting with Kelly 
and and by extension making Trump look bad. This was CNN versus Fox. It was the executives at CNN versus the Murdoch and putting Megyn Kelly on display. CNN audience to welcome her with open arms. Megyn be at CNN for the first year. Bet it. Take it to the bank. Take it to the bank. That little Fox special, you know, the little real Fox got to sit down with the, the tranny and, uh, and and Trump and whatever other whoever it was. It was pacifying her. It wasn't going, okay, 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 we're going we're gonna to just give you this. That was that was pacifying her. Because the thing about CNN is they let you. They'll work with you so you can work with other networks. Remember, Anderson Cooper does the 60 Minutes thing. That's CBS. Cooper does the 60 Minutes stuff. You don't think Megyn Kelly would love to be able to do a 60 minutes thing once a month she does some type of I don't know 60 minutes Steve Crop thing I mean that's big action this was an audition for the CNN crowd for the people like my dad who watched CNN who went my dad's not real familiar with Megan Kelly yeah he knows who Maggie is, but just watch Megan Kelly show. go off on Newt Gingrich and even play that little game at the end. Like, like, like you're, I don't mean to be sexist, I don't want to be overly sexist, but like a, a typical, that typical girl, woman, bitchy, where she had to have that last word. That last, you know, that, and you go get your anger in check, or whatever the hell she said, that little smart ass thing. It was like, okay, we're done now. Uh, you go get your anger in check. You go ha- And Newt's like, uh, you too. I mean, he looked like a little bitch also. But, I mean, it was just bizarre. But, man, to CNN crowd, they're like, yeah! Had nothing to do with Trump. It was about Megyn Kelly being introduced to the CNN family. Mark my words, she will be at CNN next year. There's my two cents on the Megyn Kelly situation. It's the Rob Zakari Show. All right, we are done for the evening, guys. You are uh, the best as always. Nobody's better than this audience. Don't forget, you can hear us on Spreaker. Just go to Spreaker and type the Rob Zakari Show. It's right there. It's got t- tons of episodes. Go to iTunes. Type in Rob Zakari Show. Tons of episodes. Go to uh, Blog Talk Radio. Type in Rob Zakari Show. Tons 
tons of episodes. Go to iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Driving in your car and you got one of them fancy dancy cars, okay? I got one of them fancy dancy cars. It's really not a fancy dancy car. It's a Jap car. But it's got the fancy dancy dashboard. <laughs> it's got the fancy dancy dashboard where I got the apps and I got the iHeartRadio app, damn it. And I punch in the Rob Zakari show and I listen to myself. Not all the time. I don't want to sound too narcissistic. But I do sometimes listen to myself in the car and it's cool. I'm like, ah, look at that. I'm on the radio in the car. It's not, uh, you know, terrestrial AM radio, but nonetheless, it is what it is. So go there. Listen to it. Read the articles we have. The Rob Zakari show. Go there. You will enjoy the articles. Trust me. You'll go there. Go to the Twitter. Do the whole thing. We'll see you guys tomorrow uh, for another uh, fun-filled program. Talk to you guys then. Good. Bye.